What's going on, Duke? Oh, just hanging out, having a couple uh, Jimmy Beams. Mm. Oh, you uh, you found your uh, your go-to this week? Oh, they got it back. <laughs> I know they didn't. Uh, I know they wasn't treating you right last time. Man, dude, that I dude, I fucking can't. I used to drink Crown Royal and like Jameson. I mean, those are two different like whiskeys, Canadian whiskey and Irish whiskey. And now I just drink straight bourbon, dude. And fucking dude, that other shit sucks now. <laughs> It's got some funky ass flavor to it. I don't know. Oh, maybe I just like the taste of the old backwoods uh, Kentucky straight bourbon. <laughs> but man, no, it's just got it's got a funky taste to it now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Too grainy or something. Uh, yeah, specific taste now. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I'll drink whatever. But if I'm buying it. <laughs> that's the one of the world nah that's real man I'll eat Chick-fil-A I won't buy it yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> I've actually never had it it's good man but you could taste like the the, the racism and the lack of tolerance <laughs> uh, you can taste it yeah no I've so. I've I've bought Popeyes before and I, I enjoyed it yeah I'll fuck with Popeyes man I had that chicken sandwich by accident one time that's I think I talked about it on here, but uh, how'd you have a Well, because uh, I didn't give a damn about the hype around the chicken sandwich. Like I, I was yes, like, no. Nah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, chicken sandwich. But then um, cat I work with was like, you're let's go to Popeyes. I'm like, all right, what well, shit? You driving? And he drove, and he bought the chicken sandwich. So. Yeah, that's yeah, you can't beat that. Yeah, it was just straight. <laughs> it was straight. Wasn't nothing special. You know, you know, McDonald's has a good chicken sandwich. No, I'm not talking about the McChicken. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like that buttermilk crispy motherfucker. Well, okay. And dude, it's pretty fire. You know, I don't fuck with that Ronald. You don't fuck with Ronald? No, I ain't fuck with that Ronald in some in some years, man. Um, <laughs> fast food overall is uh, I need to. <clears throat> do better at getting rid of it completely, but I've got the Ronald off the list, man. See, I've only got two fast food fast food joints here I can even fuck with, mm. and I haven't had fast food in like at least like two weeks. Mm. So that Ronald every once in a while, who else? Saturday and the uh, and the Dairy Queen, mm. the Kang and the Quang. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Hey, I will say, though, I will say, you ought to give the um, Tropical Berry Sprite a shot from McDonald's. The Tropical Berry Sprite. It's fucking fire, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's tropical as fuck, man. (coughs) Oh, yeah. (coughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's fuck, huh? (coughs) What have you been up to, bro? Oh man! You said what? I'm even sick. <clears throat> no, I was actually getting over the last of it, man. I actually uh, we recorded last week, and we got done. And I, I like coughed a couple times. I'm like, okay, let me just you know something in my throat. 
Um, usually I know when I'm going to get sick. I can feel it coming in like days from days from then. No, nah, man. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't really know if it was like flu symptoms or what, man. I don't know if I had a motherfucking coronavirus or, or what it was. Um, I had, uh, my body was just aching. Like my body hurt. <clears throat> like my whole body. Um, I was cold and yeah, so I, I toughed it out. Uh, but then that Friday, man, uh, the day our episode dropped, I left work. <laughs> Stay. I was oh, uh, yeah, man. I don't ever like. I hate showing weakness, but like, I I was I was tired. Like, I think what it was. I mean, I've I talked about how like I've I've been working since January second. Um, this will drop on the thirty. Don't worry, out. Yeah, and I think my body was trying to give up on me. <laughs> Honestly. Um, See, I fucking I was. I had like a fucking a nasty cold a couple weeks ago, mm. and I work a double every day. Mm-hmm. And I worked that morning, and I got somebody work for me that night. I told my boss, "Man, I'm taking the night off. I'd rather fucking skip a half day than skip a full day." Yeah. So I got somebody to work for me. So we're gonna do that. And I was I felt better the next day because I came home and fucking drank a bottle of Nyquil and a bunch of cold medicine and shit like that, you know. And you I was asleep by eight o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, man. I went home. I went home and just slept it off, man. I had the two day in Dallas, so. How was that? Um. Well, you know what, man. You know, yeah. Let's 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 start there because I. Um. I want to well, I, I want to start here because <clears throat> there's really no other place for me to start, man. I want to start with a rest in peace to uh, Kobe Bryant. Definitely. Um, to Gianna Bryant. And and the, uh, the the families of everyone, uh, the, the the people who we all lost um, on on a helicopter crash, and the families of all those people, man. Um, you know, I was in Dallas when I got the news, man. It was day two, uh, middle of the day, and I'm sitting and I'm and I'm and I'm we're in the middle of this big huge convention, and um. You know, I'm the point of it is is selling our services. So like it's face to face conversations and you know charisma and energy and first impressions and holding someone's attention and like having to make them like you. You know, and we're in the middle of the day, man. I get a message on my Snapchat, and there's way there's there's ways to deliver news, man. Oh yeah, um, no yeah. When I see that shit on the internet, I mean like that, that type of way, you know. Yeah, I just got a I got a Snapchat message, and you don't like you don't know what's gonna be in your Snapchat message, you know. No. So I just I open it up. It didn't it didn't say you know it didn't say did you hear the news? It didn't say hey go check out Google. Just blank. It just said Kobe died, and. Like, you don't, those aren't things you, that you don't just expect to see that. No. And so. I've been there, bro. (laughs) You, 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 you go through the waves of the different emotions. First is, yeah, first is like, man, what the, get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, yo, go check your sources. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then it's like, no. And then it's like, nah. You still don't you don't believe it. It's the shock of it all. 
Um, you know, I, then I went to Google it and, you know, 19 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago, like it's, um, you know, seemingly confirmed from news outlets that, you know, you can trust. And so I don't, I'd only, I'd only read the headlines at that time. I'm like, and it threw me, like I had to take a break. You know, I went and ate something, um, and I just, I, I couldn't, I just, when you get some meat, and then the dude, he's like, yo, you hear what happened? I'm like, shit, yeah, I needed it. I need to come get something to eat. You know, he's like, listen, man, take it easy. I'm like, you too. I sit down at this random table, this random woman's eating nachos, killing these nachos, and she's just like, hey, did you hear the news? I'm like, yeah, you know, and then we talk about it a little bit. And I still got like four hours left of like trying to find a way to fake smile and and like compartmentalize this thing, you know what I mean? And get to the end of the workday, and then I find out he lost his daughter. Like his daughter was there, and yeah. and it just it's it's just becoming sadder and sadder, like. It's hard to put into words. It's the whole thing is hard to put into words. Who Kobe Bryant is, was what he represents, what the legacy will be, the inspiring figure. I was at the gym yesterday, um, and they started showing. Maybe it was Monday. I don't remember. They started showing his last game. And I'd been avoiding, you know, specific videos and stuff and, you know, just avoiding a lot of stuff. I remember where I was watching his last game. And I remember, I don't, I haven't talked about, I don't think I've talked about this too much on the show. I'm a, I'm a Laker fan. Like, that's my team. And I became a Laker fan because of Kobe Bryant and watching how he approached the game and how he played the game. And I remember watching his last game and they were down you know they were down by a lot down sizably and you know Kobe in his last game willing them back to victory 60 points to win the game by five and I'm in my apartment bugging out like bugging out as he's willing this comeback like, there's no better way to end for – there's no way he could have ended his career. Like, there's no other way, right, to go out on a this, W it was, like it was that. So fake. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this really happening? Like, is this really how he's going out? Like, it this was hard? Just, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. Like, literally awe-inspiring. Like, that ever happened again? Man, you know, yeah. like, it just couldn't – yeah. Like – Special – that's how you write. That's how you write the last chapter of the story. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so his approach to life and his approach to the game, um, the 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 competitor, the 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 need to be the best, to to better yourself in every aspect, the the, the sacrifice and the dedication it takes, just as a man, just as a, a competitor, like that really sticks with you. And then to see what he was becoming after the game, creating content, um, the philanthropy, the 
the family man. Like, the way he dedicated all that time to basketball and that aspect of his life. When he retired, like, he gave everything he had to the family. And to know that he went out next to his daughter, like, that's so that's so heartbreaking. That's fucking horrible, man. Um, it's such a heartbreaking thing. So, again, um, you know, better eulogies are coming and have come, and and it still ain't set in for me. It it's still like not like quite real. Like it's one of those All Star Weekend is coming up in like two weeks. Like he was one of the names you're supposed to just we're supposed to see him thirty years from now, forty years from now, judging the dunk contest. Like, yeah, man. Um, I can't, I can't think of like, like we did this just under a year ago with Nipsey Hussle. You know, I got on the microphone and spoke, but like, I can't think of like. Such a well-known celebrity losing his life in such an untimely manner. I can't think of the last time something of this magnitude. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you, man. Like it's you're you're right. This yeah. is even if you didn't watch basketball, even if you weren't a fan of basketball. It, and you still know knew the name. Exactly. Knew. Exactly. I guarantee you like even if you didn't watch basketball, you still knew you still knew the guy. You know, Worldwide. you heard that. Yeah. Worldwide like. name. And and that's the thing too, like, I'm thirty one, you're thirty. I was born in eighty eight. Uh Michael Jordan was drafted in 84. He won his first ring in 91. So I was just turning three. He retired the first time, you know, at the end of the 93 season. So I was five. He came back when I was seven and retired by the time I was about to turn 10. So, like, my cognitive years, there were only but so many cognitive years where I was, like, really, where I was seeing Michael Jordan but I couldn't say seeing and watching isn't the same, right? Yeah. But, like, I watched Kobe Bryant. Like, I'm. it's going to feel a way when Mike, you know, even when, when we get that news. But it's like, this was the player of my adolescence. I think it was for a lot of people. I don't think you're alone in that. Uh, right. Of, of this entire generation. My man did... Half his life, that was 20 years, half of his life, over half of his life at the time, becoming a, a, a fixture. And, and, of course, he had his, I mean, he had his, his early transgressions very early in his career where, where, you know, life, he handled some life things maybe the wrong way. But, like, what he became after that, what he represented after that, like, you can't. You can't take that away. You that that over, that overshadows everything. Um, but to answer your question, that was that was the you know my my last. Uh, it, it, I remember where I was on nine eleven, right? Yeah, 
I remember where I was when. Same here. Yeah, right. So I remember where I was when I heard that news. I was in Miss Roth O'Brien's eighth grade math class. You know, and so I can't I, remember the teacher's name, but yeah. I think I was in like sixth grade at that time. Yeah. Well, like they put us all in the AV room where the TVs were and shit like that. Yeah. We just watched TV for the rest of the day. Like That's we just watched the news. Every class I was in, yeah. Yeah. And so now you know. 2020, the beginning of the year, I remember, I will always remember where I was when I got that news. Man, it, dude, it ain't been a good start. No. No, it ain't, man. Like, we've had, like, I mean, we've had Kobe Bryant, and then there's been, like, I think it's been three, three older well, no, there's two drummers and a bass player died from different heavy metal bands already this year. And the oldest one was like 50. Damn, man. One of them was like 35. One was 40. And it's like, Jesus Christ. This is... This ain't, this ain't a good start, boys. <laughs> this ain't it, man. This ain't it, man. So... It's cliche to, to say and to hear, but I mean... I hate, I hate having these kind of reminders, but it's it's... You value the life around you, you know? Um, uh, oh, yeah, dude. Fucking A, man. Give, like, give you flowers. Shouldn't have to, shouldn't have to, we shouldn't have to say that as much as we do, but yeah. it's, it's the unfortunate fact that, I mean, it's, it's the way it is, unfortunately. And, yeah, man. Gotta give you flowers while, while they can smell them. Um, accept yours graciously and gracefully. Um... Along with that, you know, it, it, it's one of the things that, where you, you, you think about, you think about all he accomplished in his life, man. <clears throat> like, and what, like, what more he could have accomplished, too. And what he was on the way to accomplishing as well. Like, like we said, 20 years of professional ball. So that doesn't even count what it took to get to that point. But, like, yeah. you know, the philanthropy, the man made music early in his career. Like, you can't. I, I talk it a lot, man. I I've been in this place for six months. I'm gonna move again. I'll probably end up moving again. All the times I moved before, fear is it. You can't be scared, man. Oh. You can't be scared. Um, and above all else, man, you gotta keep shooting. Just keep <laughs> shooting, cause you can't score if you don't shoot. Keep shooting. Get them shots up. Got to play to win. Absolutely, man. Um, but how, how's, how's your spirits, man? What's new your way as we as we transition? Not much, man. My fucking uh, my heater and my car went out. No, oh, man. I think it, it, it's been pretty cold these past couple days. Yeah, yeah <laughs> luckily yeah, I don't yeah. have a far drive to work or nothing, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, other than that, man, I haven't been, I haven't done shit since we last talked. Lay low. About a week ago. Yeah, yeah man. Enjoying this life. I feel you, man. Got some new records. Just hanging out. Yeah, enjoying the, enjoying the things that make you, you. Yeah, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. Absolutely. Indulging yourself. I, um... I had been uh, 
of course, you know, I, I, you know, the reason, the reason I'm down here, just preparing for the next phase of, of my career in this, in this, uh, in this company. Um, so I've been training a lot of DJs lately, and um, I always, I never thought about like the how I want to say it. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way. So one, the, the, there's a dude I trained, uh, I did some training with yesterday. Um, it was a retraining actually, because he had already been, you know, originally trained and he kind of stumbled out of blocks as far as the shows went. And, you know, he, 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 uh, talked to HR or rather HR kind of talked to him about some retraining and he says specifically good, is it? about, uh, w- uh, w- which is, what isn't good, but no, I, the stumbling out of blocks. Yeah. No, it's not good. I mean, we, we deal with people's most important day. Uh, 90% of our work is is weddings and I mean we we do everything but the vast majority is weddings so you don't want to stumble on somebody's day and um, you know HR talked to him and you know they talked to him about some retraining and he said specifically like he asked to to work with me and you know and and what I what I did you know the guy I'd only met him through the company. Like he he works in the office as well, so I, I see him every day. Okay. Um, but he had asked to work with me specifically, and you know, getting that news is is an honor. You know what I'm saying? That is that is an honor, absolutely. And then you get to because you, I mean, you get to you know you you. Well, you know, it, like I said, it's an honor that people that you you know someone will want to mention you by name to work with them on that craft, right? Oh yeah, um, definitely. There's a certain way, you know. Of course, there's a certain way we all carry ourselves, but to know that that like permeates, and there's a certain energy there, and people recognize that. That that's another feeling too, and so. You know, and and I tweeted this out, but there's 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 there's, there's a certain, at least in this line of work, but and in 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 most things, right? Like we talk about this on the hard camera that there's a, it's not just the wrestling, right? Yeah, it's everything else <laughs> that makes this yeah. so great to do. So there's a certain human aspect that I think gets lost in a lot of things. And maybe that becomes with becoming that comes with you know becoming jaded after a long while of of doing something for so long, or maybe it's because just people forget how to be humans sometimes, right? Hence, seems like it's easier to do just to to, for, to forget how to be human, right? Like, yeah. Hence the 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 clickbait news of you know, like. Kobe Bryant dead in a helicopter crash, like, and people's, and you know what, that, and like, the way people like to talk about anything, it's more so about getting to, getting to the news first, than delivering the right news, delivering the correct news, like, I'm not here for clicks. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there was, yeah, there was some shit about that. Yeah, 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 absolutely was. It's fucking ridiculous. And... So I think there's a, a human aspect that gets missing, and so you know it, it. And I was talking about, I was tweeting about this. Like it's one thing to be like, "Yo, this button does this. Press this button. Do these things." Right? You can tell somebody how something works, 
But showing them. And, and showing them as well, kind of. But the art of performance is a whole different thing. You can tell somebody how to press the buttons on the mixer, but you can't necessarily tell them how to perform. Yeah, no, I mean, every time like I've had to like, train somebody to work, mm-hmm. I'll show them how to do it, and I say, now go ahead and give it a shot like the way I showed you, but if you figure out a way to do it better and you're more comfortable doing it, and you feel better doing it that way, and, and we get the same result, go ahead and do it that way. Yeah. I have no problem with doing it the way you want to do it. It's more comfortable than for you, because that's yeah. what it's all about. And even, you know what, think hell, think of the hard camera, man. We're 58 episodes deep. Like, we've come a long We're way. We're still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, and we've come a long way. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of of our flow, our, our bits, and we, it's come a long way. The performance aspect is, is still on the way. So, thinking back to yesterday and, and other people I've trained, like, to be able to watch somebody, like, the idea of DJing is just such a sexy title. That people don't think about everything that goes into it. The the behind the scenes aspects and the actual performance aspects. So when you get to talk to somebody and then you realize that maybe performance wise, they're not quite there yet. So you get to dig into their brain. Like I had to dig into this young man's brain to see where it may not have been clicking all the way. How young is this dude? Um... Maybe early mid twenties, I would say maybe okay. twenty four. I would think I'm not. I'm not quite for certain. But it was him, and it was a couple other people, you know. And this other guy was a little bit older. But like to be able to dig into somebody's brain and 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 their psychology of how they think about things and and respond to the things around them, and and all of that, and then being able to finally say that one sentence. That you you see the light bulb goes off, and you see the insecurity and the doubt just you can f- literally see it melt away. Like that is such a gratifying feeling. Oh yeah, it's uh, such a great feeling. Now you're on your way, hey, Bubba. Now you're on your way, <laughs> butterfly. Go fly. <laughs> fly. You know? Go fly. You know? Like, that is amazing. That is amazing. <clears throat> I remember, like, there's a specific episode where I feel like me and you were really hitting the groove. And, like, from then, it's just been, yo, let's let's get it, man. Because we, we've talked mad times about how, how, hell, uncomfortable. Let's just say the word, uncomfortable. That you felt starting out. Oh yeah, big time. And there was a couple conversations we had <laughs> that like, it, it, I could tell it clicked. I, I could feel it click. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, go fly. <laughs> you know? Go fly, young moth. Go fly, young moth. You know? <laughs> Facts, man. Go fly. And it's just, yeah, man. Now you now everybody likes you. Now everybody likes you more than me. And I'm with it. See, I didn't do that. <laughs> not purposely. You just nice. You know what I'm saying? You just likable. But you got you got comfortable enough to let them love you. 
It's it's literally all about having fun. Yeah, man. Like once you figure that out, and like you can say you can say it as much as you want that yeah, it's all about having fun. But once you literally find out how to actually have fun with it, you'll yep. you'll know. Yep. Yeah, you guys, you'll know out there whenever you actually figure it out. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. And so. like, I'm not with me. It's just like I just, I would like one of the first things you said about me on the show is like I literally don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Like, I give, I give a little bit of a fuck, but, like, I give a fuck about me. The only thing I really give a fuck about me is having fun. There it is. There it is, and, you know? Yeah. There it is. Right. Yeah. Like, dog, when I went to the Carbondale a couple weeks ago by myself, like, I like, my buddy's band was playing, and I didn't expect to really, like, hang out with him too much. We did hang out. We hung out most of the night and shit after the show. Mm-hmm. But like during that show, I was up in there solo. That was the first time I've been to a show by myself. Yeah, and man, I had a fucking blast, bro. <laughs> yeah, like everybody, everybody was cool as fuck. I was like, damn, your vest is tight as fuck. And like, <laughs> take shots, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's fucking, let's go. Like, let's have fun. <laughs> there it is. There it is, my guy. Absolutely, man. So. Yeah, man. I've, 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 uh, you know, in my in my six months here, I've, I've, I've lost relationships, um, but I've, 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 I've found comfort in the fact that I, I think I can do this for a little while, you know, and that I am, uh, I'm excited for, I'm, and now I don't get excited. I'm excited for the next phase, um. Wherever it takes me and whatever new adventures it leads me to, um, whatever revenge I'll get from the gratification that comes with it, whatever revenge I get from the gratification that comes from the frustration with it all, I'm excited for the frustration. I'm excited for I'm excited for all of it, man. So, yeah, man, it's just keep shooting, keep shooting. You know, facts, man. Woo! It is, uh, let's press play, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 58 of the Hard Camera THCLVIII. And I am your guy, Juve, J U V, just under your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are the Midnight Express. Big Ren, man, let me know how they can reach you on your social medias, dog. You guys can find me on Snapchat at MoffDub316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at A-Moffucker, A-Underscore-M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. Check it out. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvidesayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the hard camera on the Instagrams and the Twitter machine at the hard camera. Who would have thunk it? Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. And as well, above all else, you listen to us on Spotify. Tell everybody you know the hard camera is on Spotify. <clears throat> Help us pay our bills, please. 
I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. Big Ren, we had the 2020 edition of the Royal Rumble, dog. Before we get into uh, what we thought of the Rumble, long night. We probably don't need to talk about all of it, but more the important parts. As far as our predictions go. Man, they they swerved on us. A little bit. Only a little bit. Big <laughs> Ren, uh, you went six for eight. I also happened to go six for eight. Hey. We didn't get everything right. We disagreed on a couple uh, a couple aspects of the night, but it all it all balanced out. Big Ren, your new total is sixty six out of one hundred and twelve for fifty eight point nine two percent correct. I'm sitting at seventy three out of one hundred and twelve for sixty five point one seven percent correct predictions. So overall, man, um, what do you think of the show overall? I enjoyed the hell out of it, man. Did you? Yeah, it was uh, it was great. Even like the matches that like we got wrong mm-hmm. that I got wrong, I thought they were well. I thought one of them was perfect. Yeah, yeah. The other one, I was like, eh, uh-huh. here we go. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I um, I watched the majority Yo, of World the Collide. Show. Though was pretty fucking tight too, though. We can't. We got. We it gotta was. Say something. We'll, yeah, we'll shoot that some talk later. We'll we'll, we'll chat on World <laughs> Collide a little bit later on. I um, I watched the majority of the show uh, in the backseat of a Ford Fiesta on the way back uh, from Dallas, Texas. Um, That's a little car. Yeah, yeah, I was in there snug as a bug in the rug, my guy. Um, had it on on my phone, had my headphones. I planned it out perfectly. It's um, you know, it was it was it was one of the things that you know what? Like I said, I was I was fighting to uh, um, you know, I had to compartmentalize as I was at work, you know. And then the rumble started. It gave me something to kind of take my mind off things for about four hours or so. Um. But you know what? Overall, I'm not mad, man. I'm not mad. The Royal Rumble is the show I'm most looking forward to every year. Um, I just love the Rumble idea itself. So it you was, think they delivered? Um, y- yes. The, the, the short answer is yes, and, and, we'll, and we'll we'll dig in on the Rumble matches as well. Um, what stuck out to you the most before we get to the Rumble matches? What kind of stuck out to you the most as far as just the whole show? Um, Bianca Belair, man, shit, star. she got it in. Star making performance, star making yeah, performance. Dude. Um, and we'll definitely talk about the matches, the, the actual Rumble matches. Um, real briefly, man, we had uh, we had split the vote on Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Um, I didn't get to see the whole match, uh, partially because well, I was trying to save some battery. Awesome. But, but that's that seems to be the consensus that it seemed to go a bit long. Um, you had it correct. I mean, you chose Roman Reigns. I chose King Corbin. Go ahead, sir. It could it could have been too because of the layout of the arena. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on a fucking baseball field. Yeah, and where where it ended was on top of a fucking dugout. So yeah. man, we got to get all the way from center field. To the dugouts through all these fucking people and make it make sense. And yeah, you know. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, that's the only thing I can think of 
about that one is that it 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 would just last a bit long. It, it did, yeah. Kind of kept going and going. Not and and like I said, I didn't see the whole match. But I mean, what I saw wasn't necessarily it wasn't bad per se. Just uh, you know, went a little long. <clears throat> went a little long. Um, I'll talk about once we get to the Rumble matches. I'll talk about what I realized at the end of that Reigns Corbin match. Um, let's push forward, man. Match that went kind of short, but had like kind of no heat to it to me. Bailey uh, retained oh, yeah. over Lacey Evans. Um, I don't know what they do. What, what what to do with Lacey, man? I mean, she's got the All American Girl thing going on. Um, she don't seem to all the way got it in the ring, though. It's like she's too excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like definitely be happy to be there. But it feels like it's not all the way come together settle yet. Down, she she, yeah, she got to settle down a little bit. Pros go slow. Yeah, bingo. That's why I tell everybody, pros go slow. Um, Becky Lynch in a, in a smoker <laughs> over Oscar. Yes. The debt is paid. And if you didn't know it was paid, Michael Cole was going to yell at you. <laughs> yes, he was. No, that wasn't Michael Cole. That was Vic Joseph, wasn't it? That was Vic Joseph, wasn't it? No, it was Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips. Uh, <laughs> Either way, they're going to tell you the debt is paid. Um, Great match there. They, I mean, I like the psychology of both of them working on their arms. I like how the mist, you know, uh, the mist was, was well, you know, it was kind of a backdrop storyline. I mean, she'd been misting Charlotte and Becky Lynch. The mist is what brought, you know, the, the fiery red hell out of uh, – Becky Lynch in the first place, you know, and it and it paid off at the end, you know, backfiring against Oscar and getting out of victory. I mean, you probably the answer to this, but like, is Becky? I mean, not Becky Lynch, but is Oscar immune to her own mist? <laughs> I don't, like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Oh no, she definitely ate that man. It was all on her face, man. Looked like it was a uh, looked like it was a problem. <laughs> looked like it was a. Uh, yeah, you know what that is? What's that? I'm thinking. I know what that is. I think it's old Mountain Dew. Ah, damn it! You right. Uh, that's that's that. been coagulating and, and uh, getting all nasty. That's that fermented Baja Blast, ain't it? <laughs> no, I think it's the I think it's the midnight version. What was that? That midnight black well, midnight grape was like purple. Yeah. Mm. See, listen, man. I, I've been trying to tell y'all for two years. Stay away. <laughs> I told you. I told that. Uh, this chick I work with, what who I told her who drinks Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, and now she stopped, didn't she? And she lost it. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't drink it. Oh no, yeah, because she, no, she, she knew better. <laughs> yep. Serial killers and Halo players. X players. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Stay away. Don't do the do. Don't uh, do the do. Don't do the do. <laughs> don't. Granny, don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Granny, don't. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Nah, can't. Can't. I finally told some cash at work. like, Because there'd be a, a couple Mountain Dew cans hanging out. And I don't um, know, like, Stay away from those tests, don't you? listen, listen, I'm like, listen, I like y'all. I don't know how much I can really fuck with y'all, man. I don't want to be no accessory. 
because I'm not confident. Bruh, listen. I ain't, can't be no accessory. You know what I'm saying? Whack by association. Nah, nah, nah. Can't. Can't. Moving forward, man. Uh, the Fiend defeats Daniel Bryan in a strap match. Uh, we finally got rid of those the the red lights. Thank uh, God. Which definitely made for an easier watch. What do you think about the match itself? I thought it was pretty good. They uh, yeah. they both got their comeuppance, you know. Um, I just don't like. I don't know. The strap match shit to me is just kind of whack. I definitely thought it was going to be like touch the four corners because, I mean, that'd, that'd be a way to like, you know, save Daniel Bryan, I guess, from taking a, another pin. Um, but, you know, it, it, it basically just served itself to be a weapon, you know, so they can't run from each other. Um, like they should have switched the stipulations for Reigns and Corbin with Bryan and Fiend. That would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. Um, absolutely, that would have made a lot more sense. Like, because that's like that's like the final match that, like, in a feud, the stipulation that you should have. You know, yeah. like you're tied together. And for the type of heels, the type of heels that the Fiend versus you know Corbin is, like yeah. Corbin has his henchmen, he has his cronies. Um, so I mean, he wouldn't have been able to run from Reigns. Whereas exactly. the fiend, like, I know they were basing it around like he can't get away from Daniel Bryan, but like the fiend ain't running from Daniel Bryan. The fiend ain't running from nothing. No. So uh, a more brutal affair, a false kind of anywhere match would have served yeah, better. But it was running from. My bad. No, is it? No. If anybody was running from anything, it'd be Baron. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Exactly. So. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe one day they'll hear us. <laughs> one day, one day, there was um, shit, fuck, fucking um, uh, uh, the motherfuckers that make Call of Duty read on Reddit from some random motherfucker. This is off topic, but just this, this is just about companies hearing you. Um, whenever the uh, fires are going on in Australia, somebody made a comment on Reddit and said you guys should make a uh, character skin and like weapon skin and shit like that, and donate all the money that you get from it. To Australia, they fucking did it. Nice, nice. I mean, somebody's listening. Vince nice. ain't listening to us, but well, cause fuck them. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fiend. I don't know if it's a Bray Wyatt thing. Um, the fiend and Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is so character driven. Like he doesn't really have great matches like Daniel Bryan is, has been was, has been his best opponent and even this match was like good it was, it was intense story driven it was intense it was intense mids was that damn near some intense mids yeah 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 I like that I like that like it was mids but it smelled good no seeds in the mids. Yeah, like it's yeah, it smelled good. It smelled potent. <laughs> didn't taste that good. It didn't taste that it great though. And like you, you kind of, <laughs> it was kind of a heavy high. Like it was kind of it was like, yeah, it was like it was a little dirty, a little dirty high, a little dirty. 
it's old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know what's next for Daniel Bryan. I mean, the, the idea I thought, you know, was uh, building up to a Miz heel turn and getting to Daniel Bryan Miz, but I mean, we got half of that. You know, with the Miz heel turn, but he's back. Uh, you know, tag teaming with with John Morrison. Um, so an, an updated version of of the old Miz and Morrison team. It seems interesting enough, but now we got Daniel Bryan. Got to figure out what to do uh, with with his character. Um, I think we know where the Fiend is going, which we'll definitely we'll definitely get to here soon. Um, anything else from that match kind of stick out to you, Fiend and Daniel Bryan? Nah. I remember the finish being really weird. Like, oh, you know what? Let me mention this. What, what be- What's up? What? what was I say? I want to mention this. The way uh, I got, I got to shout Bray Wyatt, who's deceptively huge. Bray Wyatt is big, monster, big man. dude. He caught Daniel yeah. Bryan out of midair from that knee. And turn into that sister Abigail without Brian, without Brian touching the ground. I was like, oh, mm, and that mm. was like midway or early, like midway through the match, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. probably like probably like the, the probably like the third quarter of the match, if that makes sense. Toward yep. the toward the final third, um, I was in the, in the back. I said, mm, okay, I said out loud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but it was um, the finish is kind of in the star. four of us. <laughs> So they probably looking over at you like, Four what the us. fuck is he moving about? Mm. So, and they knew what I was watching, but, you know, mm. yeah, I wasn't going to hold back. Hickory? Is that what you say? Hickory. <laughs> oh, shit. <coughs> <coughs> yep. Yep. Holy shit. <clears throat> yeah, man. So, um, but, you know, the finish just seemed a little weird. Like, the mandible claw came. And he was fighting it, and he just picked him up, slammed him, and then the one, two, three. Like I, I, I feel like a, a pass out victory would have been a little bit more effective. Yeah. Um. So it seemed a little um, weird. Like it didn't, it didn't build well enough to get that move over. But that's me it picking like, it. It seems like this past like week, or maybe like I don't know, because I watched NXT this past week, and. The counts that were going on during NXT, like the one, two, threes, and the counts that were going on, like Royal Rumble, they just seemed fast. Did I don't they? know. I don't know. Like they didn't have the same drama in them before. Yeah, because you could definitely build drama in the count. Like they, that's a purposeful thing. Yeah, but they, it seemed like they didn't build any drama in the count. The, the Rumble. Yeah, especially with this last one. Yeah, watch it. I hear you. I hear you. That's real. That's real. But taking us to, man, the two main events in my eyes, the we'll start with the women's Royal Rumble. We uh we we split the vote, man. You went with Shayna Baszler, who did end up being number thirty, who I had almost decided to choose myself, but uh I did choose the eventual winner, Charlotte Flair. Um, what'd you think about the rumble, the 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 match itself overall? Oh, I thought I, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair came out there and shut yeah. shit down. And I was pretty pissed when she got eliminated when she did. Because there was so much more she could have done. Yeah. But she got like eight eliminations. She got eight. I had um I had slight issues with it. 
Bianca Belair, star-making performance, right? Star-making performance. <clears throat> so I'm going to skip toward the end a little bit. After she was already eliminated, right? Shayna Baszler is number 30. You know how many eliminations Shayna Baszler had? Nine. She had eight. Oh, did she? She had eight. So she tied Bianca Belair's number of eliminations in less amount of time. Which yeah, it's like they were running on time. Like oh, we gotta run. We gotta hurry this up. Well, it's like it's like Bianca Belair did all that work, and then Shayna Baszler just gets to come in and tie the record for eliminations. Almost negating all the work Bianca Belair did. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. You know? I didn't think that. And then on top of it, this is partly me being humorous, but partly me not. Like, we know the whole, like, sexy blonde Americana thing, right? And so, Bianca Belair eliminated Alexa Bliss. And of course, I mean it's it's the storytelling aspect of the rumble. Like you get past an obstacle, and a new obstacle comes in, right? But yeah. for her to achieve the way she was achieving, and then it be Charlotte, like at first it would it rubbed me the wrong way, but in a humorous way. Like okay, this this black girl magic getting it in, and oh, here comes this this fucking white princess with. With the big titties, the blonde <laughs> hair, and the and the new lips. Oh, she's about to steal this shine. And I and I, I got over it, right? But you know who eliminated Bianca Belair? Um I I knew I was pissed whenever it happened. I can't remember who actually did it though. Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So yeah, after pissed. all that shit. This black woman putting in hard, hard work, becoming a star. Charlotte Flair. Blonde hair, big titties, lips that got redone. Entitlement. Like, it's such a metaphor for this life. Like, <laughs> good work. See ya. Yeah, good work. <laughs> Bye. Ha ha. No cheeks. And just and and got her out of there. Um, Naomi still ain't shit in the Rumble. They still don't like. They tried to do things to like throw us off the scent of some of the bullshit they did before. Like Naomi got her. I mean, she got her return, and she got her. You know, super cool. You know, I didn't get eliminated, but then it took her what five her, six like, minutes to get Rumble. back to the ring, just yeah. to get murked by Shayna Baszler and thrown out of the ring. The one thing that I definitely did, like, where the fuck was Sasha? I have no clue. I think the word is that she might be nursing a small injury, but no Sasha all night. And, like, one thing, I I was, like, I was pissed about one of these things. Hmm. Santina. Yeah. Come in at 29 just to eliminate herself <laughs> yeah like come on like nobody yeah. get like nobody gives a fuck about these 30 seconds of laughs it uh you know rumbles kind of have to have their comedy spots i i guess i mean i don't i'm not like i said i'm not big in comedy i'm not big on comedy 
have it earlier in the match, so I'm not no number 29. When it's getting gritty, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting gritty. But, you know, that speaks to what we talked about last week's episode, that, like, the women's division is thin. Like, they had it just to have it, more so than having necessarily, like, viable competitors. Like, who thought Tamina was going to do anything? Like, they brought back Kelly Kelly again. They brought back Mighty Molly, um, Beth Phoenix, who was busting ass and busted her own dome. Yeah, what happened with that? She was was selling a punch from back at Bel Air, threw her head too far back, and smacked it on the ring post. I'm like, cracked it. Longer in the match, I'm like, is, was her hair always like red Bruh. in the back? Like, you know, you know, how some chicks like do that, like underneath or whatever, yep. you know. Yeah. And I was thinking, was it always like that? And <coughs> nah, no, cracked her shit. <laughs> cracked her, her shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you did mention that uh, Ember Moon is still out, but yep. I thought we would see. You know, I thought we'd see Ruby Riot. Thought we'd maybe yeah. see Nia Jax. Um, so there's still some women who, you know, who, who aren't. One of those could have been 29. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe they're still out. Maybe they're just not cleared yet. But the the the, the women's division still got some developing to do. As far as the sheer numbers. Raw. Say it again. Well, so we didn't see either of them on Raw this week. Maybe they're on SmackDown now. I don't know. It's so hard watching SmackDown on Fridays. <laughs> well, as I haven't watched SmackDown since it started on Fox, the first episode. I know. I think I've watched maybe one. Yeah, same here. I, I got them recorded, but it's just like, whack. For all the hype that went into it, it don't seem too special now. And for all the hype that went into it, that first episode told me it wasn't going to be that special. Yeah, dude, big so, time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... Good luck, buddy. Bro, they, they, bro, they had SmackDown and Evansville uh, at the beginning of the month. There was no word of the town on TV. Really? See? Yeah. That's crazy. We're here live. Uh. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but we live, though. Yeah, live. I swear. This is not tape recorded. Yeah, man. So I can't call it, man. Um, but yeah, it felt like you know it, there was a moment where it felt like you know Shane and Baszler could win. Um, for me, I just felt like they weren't gonna, they couldn't ignore giving Charlotte the new accolade. Like there was another accolade they 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 couldn't just that that she had to have. Um, the thing too, but it also not that she was a bad winner because I mean it's Charlotte Flair. But it almost made Baszler look a little weak. A little bit. I mean, Shayna Baszler ran rampant over the NXT like, Women's Division for what? Like two years? At least, yeah. And then comes in at number 30, like the freshest. And can't get the job done. Can't get it done. It just falls short. You know what I mean? So, who knows? Who, uh, what do you think Charlotte does with the title shot? I don't like what I've been hearing. 
Well, what do you, uh, aside from what you've been hearing, what do you what do you think she'll do? Um, I, th- I mean, and if you think she'll do what you've been hearing, yeah, I mean, go ahead. I don't know, man. I don't know what she's gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just, I know. Like, what do you think? What, 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 yeah, what do you think? I don't know. She'll probably grab a fucking sixth grader and take the women's tag titles in Mania. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the women's tag titles they've completely forgot about. Yeah. About. You know what I'm saying? A la Braun Strowman. There's this dude that I follow on uh, Twitter. He does a podcast, too. I, I don't listen to it. But he, he, he posts a lot of wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy was saying he wants more belts. You're 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 a smart man not listening to it. Yeah, like yeah. Bro, we don't even know what the fuck to do with the belts we got now. We got now. And like, and he did post on it too at the bottom of the main post. And I know I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this. <laughs> at least you know you sound there's stupid. Actually, there's a lot of people commenting on it. Say, yeah, bro, we need more belts. It's like. Right, right. I hate fans, and not just wrestling fans. I just hate fans. Period. Uh, fans are stupid. like I don't think we're fans anymore. Like we mm-hmm. just, we just do it. For, yeah, for better or worse, we may not just be fans anymore. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. Um. But, you know, I'll, I'll reference the rumor you were talking about. Um, I assume you're talking about, you know, the rumor that she might go to NXT. Yeah. And uh, what, why don't you like it? Just curious. I mean, like, I want Rhea to hold that fucking title for a while. Dude, Rhea Ripley fucking rules. Yeah. And, I mean, Redemption Stories are always better, you know. But, like, I don't know. I mean, it'd be a fucking awesome match. Not saying that it wouldn't be. And it, it, what do you think about the idea of the NXT title being on WrestleMania? I love it. Yeah, that's a that's a fun aspect to think about. Um, that if she does that, you know, it would. Uh, yeah, it'd be on the back of the Charlotte Flair name. Like the 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 focal point of that match would be Charlotte Flair, whether she wins or loses, more than it would be the NXT title. But. To have that title featured on WrestleMania would be a good look. Oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. Even when or lost for Rhea Ripley, yeah. it's still going to be a fantastic look. I mean, why well, I, I say that now, but looking at the way they've handled, like, Oscar hmm. and shit, you know, which, well, I don't it- know. And I know we're probably talking way too soon, but that would uh, the booking of that match would be very, very interesting for me because if we're talking. Well, if we're talking Rhea Ripley and Charlotte at Mania, like, I mean, from 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 all accounts, it sounds like Vince isn't too involved or involved at all in the NXT booking. However, if that match is on Mania. With all the mainstream eyes and just the corporate machine aspect of it all, like I wonder, you know, how that how that would come together. Yeah, but is Vince gonna what Charlotte go to NXT full time? Who man? Who? 
knows, Duke? Who knows? You know what I mean, though? Between his top blonde. His top, top sexy blonde, right. <laughs> you know? So between, That's on the uh, show that he just paid, that he's paying like millions of dollars a year for on yeah. SmackDown. Yeah, well, she's on Raw. Oh, but yeah. man. Oh, she is? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's 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 that aspect of it. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting time. It's an interesting time. So, um, I mean, we've seen Charlotte Becky mad times in different iterations. So I'm not. Uh, yeah. who, who knows? I think Becky even say even said after Charlotte won the match, if she picks to fight me again, it's gonna be the same thing. Yeah. Over again. <laughs> yeah. Well, she said it. She said like it'll be me whooping that ass again. But yeah. the, the the underlying aspect is like, yeah, we've done this before. Yeah, <laughs> we've done this before. So, like, let's let's do something different. Yeah, man. This takes us to the men's Royal Rumble. Uh, we both Speaking picked of Roman different. Reigns. Speaking of something different, you know, man. I'll be honest, and it sounds easy to say in hindsight, but this is the the exact truth. Um, I picked Roman Reigns, and if y'all listened to last week's show, like I, I ran through my logic that like. A la Bret Hart 94 Royal Rumble. I picked King Corbin to win the match because Roman Reigns wasn't going to win twice. And you picked him to win twice, but I mean, my logic was like, no, he's not going to win twice. So the second that he, that I saw he defeated King Corbin, I knew right then and there, Drew McIntyre is winning the Royal Rumble. Right then and there. They weren't gonna have that man be triumphant twice in one night. It's just not how, just not how it works. <laughs> not how wrestling works. See, that's how I thought it was gonna work, bro. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, but yes, Drew McIntyre has won the 2020 Royal Rumble. Um, talk to me, man. How, how what, your thoughts on the Rumble? Your thoughts on the build of it all? Brock Lesnar. Talk to some of your thoughts. I didn't think I was going to like Brock Lesnar just going Godzilla on motherfuckers. Mm. And and it was fun because I feel like they had the right people come out early on. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, I definitely didn't expect Keith Lee to be up in that shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't even expect Braun to be up in it, really. Really? Yeah. I mean, and just, I don't know, I just felt like it was unnecessary, kind of. I don't know. But, and then Matt Riddle, I called Matt Riddle being up in there. All 40 seconds. Yeah, hey, he was still in there. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was. Uh, I wish Keith Lee wouldn't have got thrown out as early as he did. Um, Edge return was fucking fire. The place blew up. That was Had a good return. That was there. And he said it was fucking lit. That was a good return. And, oh, yeah. It was the best time to do it. Edge came he, out looking uh, like he was the Highlander. Dude, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He done, he, done, he done shot mad souls off niggas' heads. Came back shredded with the gray beard and the the hair just looking just mad druggy. Yeah. Ah. I mean, and yeah, I mean, uh, and yeah, that motherfucker was talking all types of shit. Well, not shit, but just like I wouldn't know if I was. I wouldn't know if I was signing, you know. And he definitely, he definitely swerved us. He did. That. He definitely signed a three year deal. You did. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, dude, and fucking Drew McIntyre eliminating Brock. Let's go. They went crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just, say what? 
Drew deserves it. You know, it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll 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 start with I'll start with the positivity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start with the positivity. Um, when I first when I watched it, I I watched it live. I was like, yo, this was a really fun rumble. Like I was, I was, I was, I was, you know, sinking into the Brock Lesnar story of it all, and it overall was a really fun rumble. Um, in hindsight, well, you know, I'll, I'll start in this aspect. In hindsight, I think they went the safest route they could have with Brock Lesnar, meaning, on one hand, they could have let Brock get to the final four. On another hand, they could have went for the shock elimination and whoever was number two could have got him out of their ASAP True. and 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 build a story that way. I think they did the safe the safest thing as possible. Okay, let them eliminate a bunch of dudes and then get eliminated somewhere in the middle but not affect the final aspects of the match. How many um, eliminations did you get, like 11? He eliminated the first 14 dudes. Fuck. Um... Or was it? No, I think he tied. Yeah, it was fourteen. Wait, was it fourteen? He tied with Strowman. Was I think the record was thirteen? He tied with Strowman for thirteen. Um, I believe was the final count. But um, yeah, and then yeah, that's right. Yep, thirteen because he got low blowed by Ricochet and Claymore by Drew McIntyre. So yeah, thirteen. And and Drew McIntyre came in number sixteen. Um, so there's that aspect. They they took the safe route with the Brock story, which is fine, I suppose. Um, the Brock story itself in the match was like low key. It was like the biggest fuck you to Brock haters. You gotta you gotta salute yeah. Brock for the performance itself. My man was yeah. out there getting it in. You know what I'm saying? Getting it in. And so I think, and even commentary mentioned too that like you, how dare anyone say Brock doesn't work for it? He's not a fighting champion. I'm like, look, listen, Michael Cole, listen, yeah, shut up, shut up, Mike. I I get it. Vince is telling you in your headset what to say right now. <laughs> so it was a big fuck you to the internet and people who hate that Brock is a champion. So Brock went out there and did some work. Um, fine, respect that aspect of it. The slight is the slightest issue I had is that they may have used and I, I get they had to use some bigger names to get across that story that like because uh, you know what along with the story of listen Brock is a fighting champion he deserves his shit it was also saying listen these niggas I got now they not touching my guy you know what I'm saying Brock uh, Braun Strowman what. Keith Lee, huh? Elias, huh? Ain't none yeah. of these dudes over. And so I get they need to use a couple big names to get over the Brock that the, the fact that Brock is the man. They could um, use some other names though. They could use some other names. Like why is like why is Dolph Ziggler and the OC why are they making such waves in the later half of the match? Versus a Braun Strowman and a Keith Lee who let Brock stick around to the final four. 
like who could have actually posed a threat to getting Brock out of there after being in there for so long, that would have been better for the Brock story than how Brock eliminated them early in the match. I didn't even think about that. For me, right? Very good point. Um, and I listen. I fuck with. I fuck with Dolph. You know what I'm saying? The the Dolph Ziggler train is just kind of passed. The the time is passed. He's a great performer, but the time just kind of passed. It feels like. So you ain't yeah, you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't like tag teams in the Rumble anyway. Why are the Good Brothers even in the Rumble? Let alone yeah, like that's, that's... making waves. You know, so get them out of there. Um. And then furthermore, and again, I want to start with positivity because I really did like this Rumble, but we both had Roman Reigns winning, right? Yeah. Because Roman Reigns was just the, just seemed to be the pick of redemption, his last year of what he's been doing, getting back to the top, um, you know, beating leukemia. He's definitely going to be the one to take on The Fiend. At WrestleMania, probably via winning the Elimination Chamber or something like that. Um, so yeah, there's that aspect, but it didn't seem like they really built this Rumble to have any kind of number of winners. The only person that built this Rumble was at was Drew McIntyre asking the fans if he's going to win the fucking Rumble. That was the only build towards him winning it. Right, right. <laughs> so with the same like the the women's Rumble. You said there was what six people announced. Yeah, we didn't six, need seven. to know the other twenty-four because it was only really one viable winner—the person yeah. who fucking announced it first <coughs> in Charlotte. So I mean, yeah, building to the the men's rumble too. It, it didn't seem like they really went out of the way to build potential winners. Um, and so Brock went or not? Sorry, uh, Drew winning. Really seemed more like the pop came from the internet, like, yeah, fucking Drew's dope, versus any substantial build they've been doing. Yeah, he's been whooping, like, he's been whooping bum ass tag teams. I mean, he kicked Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins in the face a couple times, beat the Good Brothers or whatever. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the, the, the build for any potential winners wasn't really there for me. But otherwise, though, it was a great. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I was taking a drink, but yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I liked it. Yeah, you know I mean, I, I I definitely enjoyed it. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't like. I didn't even think about what you were talking about with uh, having some some smaller names come in earlier and get mm-hmm. eliminated, and having the big guys come in, you know, later on and making it something worthwhile I'm not saying it wasn't worthwhile it was definitely worthwhile but it could have right. been it could have it could have went an extra 10% if they know? if they wanted to build that Brock story even more then yeah let him get rid of some of the other names cuz the thing is even if they're smaller names he'd still been in there for 15 16 eliminations so you get to let the younger dude not the younger dudes but then maybe the not so important names get to fight a fatigued Brock Lesnar and Whereas if if Brock was fresh, he was getting them dudes out of there, right? Let them fight a, a fatigue Brock Lesnar, build up a hope spot. 
But listen, Kofi, right? Kofi came out and got the huge pop because this is the first time we've seen Kofi get to take on Brock since the championship match. Hey, man, no rematches, though. No rematches. No rematches. I find that's the only one that actually felt like followed through <laughs> yeah, with the no right. rematches, bro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and got in there and then really, I mean, he got a, he got a couple shots off. But they didn't really get, didn't really do shit. Oh, uh, he didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Big E came out like, yeah, let's get it. Didn't really do shit. Rey Mysterio didn't really do shit. And so you can still get the same redemption of Ricochet hitting the low blow and McIntyre getting the Claymore. But, you know what I'm saying? Let it rock. Let it rock a little more. You can, And d- tell the story, you know? So, otherwise, I liked it, though. Yeah, it was straight. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, I did like it. It was straight. Yeah, you know I mean. <laughs> oh man. Um, any other thoughts though on on the Rumble matches or or the overall Royal Rumble? I didn't expect to like it as much as I liked it. I'm with that. I'm with that. You know. Because there's, I mean, there's always that lingering thought in the back of your head. This shit's going to be whack. You uh, know? Right. <laughs> yeah. That thought. That and, oh, okay, WWE. Yeah, here we go. We're on the road to WrestleMania now. Let's see how they fuck it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a fun one. It was. It was. I, I, that's, yeah, I, I can go with that, too. It, um... I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I definitely did. I definitely, definitely did. So, kudos to uh, to the Royal Rumble participants uh, and, and you know WWE itself on on a job well done. Um, we did have Worlds Collide. We can kind of talk about that real, real quick. Um, what do you think about Worlds Collide? Was it a five match show? Oh uh, yeah, about most most of the takeovers are like five five matches, right? Yeah, it it was a. Uh, I didn't. It, I mean, it wasn't called a takeover. It was takeover esque. Yeah, in the sense that it was NXT versus NXT UK, but yeah. No, I enjoyed the hell out of that shit, man. Fucking um, DIY killed it. Um, yeah, they did. One thing I am starting to kind of get like. Because this past week at NXT as well, uh, with the Broser Wage winning. Yes, sir. Seems like their tag team are starting to do more choreographed shit together in the ring. And I'm getting tired of the Bucks doing that shit. And <laughs> I don't want to start seeing that on NXT. Yeah. <laughs> so. I feel you. I feel you. That's you know weird. what I mean? Like. <laughs> Like the, the the choreographed sequences. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. But um, no, everybody did a, a solid job at Worlds Collide. Um, man, I got I got man, Roderick Strong was the star of that show. Boy came out swinging, man. Man, he um, fucking went in. Boy came Lost out that swinging. Lost that belt. Yeah, he just lost that belt a week ago. I got, I got, I got to go. Yeah, I got to shoot. Boy was sick, man. <laughs> Boy was super sick. <laughs> he like, did more than Adam Cole. You said he did. 
He did. <coughs> he did. The um that match was that match was really fun. That, I mean, you mentioned the DIY. Um, and I think that was the match I was looking forward to the most, which was a really good match as well. DIY Mustache Mountain. Um, Finn did his thing with Ilya Dragunov. NXT UK oh, yeah, kind of went in. Um, they kind of went in. I don't want to say as underdogs, but like it was in Houston. And well, so. the, you said what? America as hell. Yeah. <laughs> That's the deep south. Texas. Americana. You know what I'm saying? And and the NXT UK crowd isn't as well known. Uh, so they were kind of just booing these people just because they, they weren't on NXT. You know what I'm saying? Just because they're some foreigners. Um, but they ended up, you know, earning the respect of the crowd as, as the night went on. Um, again, we talked about uh, DIY and... Uh, Mustache Mountain. I didn't get to watch, or rather, I didn't watch Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley because uh, as I was, was watching, that's that's the consensus I heard. And the only reason I didn't watch it is because I uh, I spoiled it for myself. <laughs> my feed yeah. was my feed oh, was giving no, yeah, me hell. Yeah. My feed was giving me hell throughout the night, and so when I would restart the feed, I <laughs> accidentally restarted. One, uh, I would play. I was I was pressing play from beginning, and it didn't do that. So I pressed play, and it it took me. It was right as the pinfall was occurring. So I'm like, oh, okay. See that, see that, that's not even your fault. Yeah. Once they upgraded this goddamn, once they upgraded the fucking network, I hate this new shit. Yeah. It fuck sucks. I don't like the new network layout and how you can go to start from the beginning or watch live and shit like that because mm-hmm. like. You don't know, because, like, whenever I fucking <laughs> went to go watch uh, World Squad, I started at late. Yeah. And I was, like, hard pressed fucking X. I was like, this motherfucker better not start. Mm-hmm. Why? And there was, it didn't, it didn't, there was nothing come up that said start live or watch from the beginning. <laughs> didn't come up and start from the beginning. I was like, oh. Yeah. I guarantee that's a once in a lifetime fucking thing. Yeah, man. But, so. um. But, yeah. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? I was going to say something. Uh, UE Imperium, DIY, Finn, Ilya, Cruiserweights, Budweiser, um, Shotguns. Those are all fires. Fuck no! I was gonna say something about that, but I can't, I, I can't remember. I can't remember uh, now. It's all good. It's all good. Um, UE and Imperium really did that thing, man. Um, Alexander Wolf got taken out early, and uh, they still, you know, um, you know, carry that match out like pros, man. Four on three. Um, yeah, what happened with? Him? I mean, he he got the X. Oh, he got that? he got kicked in the mouth. Like, did you see the ref throw the X up? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I was like, oh, fuck. That wasn't, yeah, that definitely wasn't a storyline X, man. Uh, Bobby, no, Bobby, Fish kicked, Bobby Fish kicked him in the face. Um, I don't oh, know if he... seems like a type of dude to kick somebody in the face, so. <laughs> It was, um, but yeah, you, you can see the replay. Like, my man's took that on the face. Um, and, and kudos to, to referee, for, I think it was Drake Wirtz. Um, kudos to the ref for, for noticing that dude was, was out. And and stopping the uh, stopping the pinfall, and um, you know going from there. Um, That's gonna be such a hard thing to do live. You said what? 
such a hard thing to like do like live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's professionalism. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Imperium seems like, and again, I don't get to see too much of Imperium. Uh, I don't get to see any of Imperium, but Imperium just kind of feels like Walter and three guys. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, the 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 UE seems like more of a collective. Like we know Adam Cole is the guy, but everyone else seems to have their own distinctive selves. Whereas, even the story of the match kind of seemed that way. Like it seemed to be like, yeah, it's a team ma- a tag team match, but it seemed like the story was UE doesn't know what to do with Walter. I don't know what I was gonna say now. Yeah. Um, bro, nobody even won that night. <laughs> it's <Okay>. fucking tied. <laughs> oh, between the between the brands. <laughs> yeah, and that's not even important. <laughs> but just, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, but, but that seemed to be I'm the story. I'm looking forward to the next uh, takeover, though. This shit's gonna be fucking insane. NXT Takeover Portland. We've got uh three match. No, we got four matches lined up. We have really? uh, Finn Balor yeah. versus Johnny Gargano, which I'm super ready for. That's been on the mark. That's been uh, on the build since since hell since October. Honestly, the first NXT on USA. To be honest, yep. um, we've got Rhea Ripley taking on Bianca Belair, which I think will be a pretty good match. Uh, we've got the Broserweights taking on the UE for the tag team titles. That's, that's gonna, gonna be fire. fire. Will the uh will the continued collapse of the UE is that still gonna happen or will they hold it strong? And then we've got a uh, Tommaso Ciampa taking on Adam Cole for the title. Daddy's home. That's good. That's good uh, matches. Yeah, Daddy's That's home. Man. Have to. He's coming back. That's for gonna their, go full way to WrestleMania. That feud. Yes. Hey, well, we'll see, man. We got a couple weeks. Uh, that that show is in about two weeks. Um, Tommaso Ciampa coming back for the title. He never lost uh, against uh, against Adam Cole, and I know they. I, yeah, this, that's that's they got a really good show lined up already. So we'll see if they add a fourth one. Um, I imagine, I imagine the or not the fourth, a fifth one. I imagine if, if if there's a fifth match, it may be because uh, I think Dominic Dajakovic just won. He just beat Damian Priest, correct? Yep. And yep. that was that for a shot at the title. Yep. Officially, so yeah, that might be match number five, and you know these two dudes, they they can go in the ring, and honestly, no, that's actually perfect, man. That that speaks to the storytelling of NXT. They never they never blew off their feud. Like the tiebreaker was when Roderick Strong got involved, and so we never really got like a definitive ending to their feud. So yeah, this yeah. Take it to Portland. They, they both just put it on hold for uh, war games. Yep, and they kind of just split and went their own ways. And now, yeah, but you know they still that bad blood. Yep, yep. We got the title on the line. Uh, Keith Lee, uh, uh, North American champion. So we got an added dimension to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Inject it in my veins, man. Portland's looking real good right now. Real, real good. So we'll be having that show in a couple weeks. Um but anything, uh, anything left, man, about the week that was, man? We are on the road to WrestleMania now. We are on the road to WrestleMania. We've got rumored matches. We've got one official match. We've got Edge gearing up for his uh, WrestleMania return. Bro, 
He got uh, fucked up on one day. It's only right. <laughs> Did you see that? It's only right. You know? New uh New Year, same Viper. Taking on the high. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you, if you didn't expect that, I don't know where you've been for the last <laughs> eighteen so many years. years. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, man. So we'll be back up here in two weeks, man. Uh going over the Portland uh NXT Takeover Portland show. Of course we'll have some uh some AEW updates as they are building to a AEW Revolution. We've got that car starting to shape up. John Moxley taking on Chris Jericho. It's a hell of a time, man. Hell of a time. And I am here for it. My guy. But, Big Ren, let him know how to get reach you on the social medias, dog. Will do, man. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker. A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. You can also find me on Snapchat, Moft of 316 M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Yes, sir. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvidesayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the hard camera on Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera. Shout to Big Vito. Big Vito just followed us on the hard camera Instagram page. Um, nice. salute to him, man. We we build in one one follower at a time. Um, check out facebook.com slash juve. And as always, man, if you know the pay per view schedule, you know we're coming. You know we're coming. You know we're coming. If you know there's a pay per view dropping, <coughs> you can guarantee the Friday before that show there will be an episode of the Hard Camera. That is the format, the formula of the show. I've had cats in my inbox like, yo, you ain't sent me a link in how long? Like, listen, guy, you know, you're a fan of the art form, right? If you're a fan of the art form, then you know when we're coming. The only way I'll accept that is if it's by someone who isn't a fan of the art form but comes here for everything else. But if you love this art form and you know when a show is, guarantee that Friday I will be there. you will hear from your guys, Juve and Big Ren. I'll be there. As always, let them know we are on Spotify. Help us pay our bills. Please. I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. Until next time, we'll see y'all next time. I am Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Red and the Legendary, and we are the Midnight Express. Until next time, see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Keep shooting. Salute.